What's going on, guys? My name is Brian Sanchez, and welcome back to the NFL Rundown. Week three coming up this weekend. Fantastic uh, matchups coming up. I'm going to give you my picks for this weekend. I've got a real long shot on the upset special this weekend. Not feeling super confident about it, but I'm going to go out on a limb. going to give you my picks coming up. Just a quick thank you for checking out the podcast. Make sure you guys are subscribed. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and of course, SignalPointMedia.com. And you can get at us on Twitter, at the NFLRD. So yesterday in a press conference, Odell Beckham Jr. basically admitted that the season is not going to go the way that he hoped and that he has accepted that and his role on a team that is going to be running the football predominantly. And he's okay with that. And that's weird. That is incredibly weird to hear one of the league's premier big name wide receivers say that he is 100% fine with playing a secondary role in the offense and is is just okay with that. Now there's two sides to this. There's one side of this that says this is Odell Beckham Jr. being more mature as a professional, trying to be a teammate, trying to show support for the running backs on this team that, I mean, they've got some really solid running backs, for sure. And so he's trying to not be a distraction. He's trying to change the narrative around him. It's what I've been hearing a lot of folks saying that they're okay with this and that, you know, maybe this shows a little bit of maturity from Odell after years of antics and stuff that has kept him in uh, the headlines for some not necessarily football-related stuff all the time. And then there's another camp that I'm in that says, what did I just hear? I think there's a line between showing support for your team and trying to be a teammate and a team player and being the number one wide receiver on a team and wanting to be involved. I'm not saying that Odell has given up in Cleveland because I don't believe that's the case. I think he's a competitor and he wants to win. I think deep down, he, like every other great receiver out there that has ever played the game, wants them to throw the ball 100 times and he wants to be the target on 99 of those passes. That's what I want to hear from your number one receiver, especially one that is of the caliber that is Odell Beckham Jr. I mean, everyone remembers highlights seeing him one-handed catching on the sidelines and and all kinds of, you know, the, the amazing things that he's done in his career. Seven years in the league with the Jets and now in his second year in Cleveland. It's just It's just fascinating. It's so weird to hear that. Because I, I, I just, you, you don't hear number one wide receivers say that kind of thing. So what's going on with Odell? What's going on in Cleveland? Cleveland fans, I want to know what you guys think of this. Seriously, is this what you want to hear? I know the Cleveland Browns 
don't look like they're going to the Super Bowl this year. And as my experience as a Bucks fan over the years, like you know when your team has a legitimate shot to make it into the playoffs and to make a run and when they don't. And I know like in the preseason, everyone's undefeated and everyone gets super hyped. And, you know, last year, everyone was really, really high on Cleveland. And we thought that that was going to be the year that they turn it around and it didn't really quite go that way. I want to know what the vibe is in Cleveland. So please, Cleveland fans, get at me on Twitter at the NFLRD. What do you guys think of Odell Beckham's comments? Are you cool with it? Do you think this is him trying to uh, change the narrative around himself? And again, I'm I'm 100% fine if that's the case. If he's trying to show support for the team and he's trying to keep everyone on track, you know, be a leader in the locker room, then hats off to him, bravo. Like, I understand what you're, what you're trying to do, but I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I'm not saying that he needs to go out in the press and say that they need to throw me the ball 70 times a game. Like, that's not going to help anyone, but it just feels weird. It feels awkward. And I don't know what to make of it. So please, Cleveland fans, let me know what's going on with your team. Honestly, my take from all this is that Cleveland needs to trade him. They need to find somewhere else. Odell deserves to be on a team that has a shot. And not only Odell deserves that, the NFL deserves Odell to be on a team that's competing for a championship. Because he is a character He is a personality and he is a fantastic wide receiver that seems to just kind of be stuck in this, I don't know, just this vortex, this void from the moment he got to Cleveland, it just kind of didn't seem to work and it's just kind of disappearing and it's really, really sad because he deserves to be on a team that's challenging for a championship. So again, Cleveland fans, let me know what's going on in Cleveland Tell me how wrong I am. Tell me how bad this sounds. Or if you guys agree and think that this just feels weird and you'd prefer the team to just trade him and try and get some value for him at this point. All right, I want to get into picks. Last week, I'm not going to lie, it was a rough, rough week for me on the pick front. Went over 3. Tried to go with my upset last week. Uh... It was pretty close, that Sunday night game in Seattle. I almost picked that. That almost happened, but it did not. So we'll go back to the drawing board. On the season, two for four. Two and four, excuse me. Two and four on the season. Got some games this week. And again, I could try and pad the stats by picking really obvious games. You know, I could I could pick Pittsburgh over Houston. I think that's probably a an easy thing to... uh to pick here. I could pick Chicago over Atlanta, you know, but I want to try and pick these closer games. And man, we've got some matchups this week. We've got some serious matchups this week that I'm so excited for. So first up that I'm going to pick is the Rams and the Bills. This is going to be a fantastic game. I'm going to watch some red zone here. This is an early game, one o'clock kickoff. My team doesn't kick off till later in the afternoon, so I'll be able to watch this on Red Zone Channel. Um, look, these are two undefeated teams. The Rams traveling to Buffalo. And preseason, I really thought that you know the Rams were going to be a really, really strong team. And so far, they've looked decent. 
They haven't really blown me away. But who has really impressed me is the Buffalo Bills. So I'm going to pick the Buffalo Bills over the Rams 31 to 28. I think this is going to be a very, very close game and it could go the opposite way, but I'm going to take the home team on this one. It'd be Buffalo over the Rams 31 to 28. The next game I'm going to pick is the huge Sunday night game, which any other week, any other matchups, I think this would be the game of the week, but we've got the Monday night game, which I'm not going to pick this week. I'm going to wait till the Monday show and then pick that on Monday. We'll talk about Monday night, Kansas City versus Baltimore. That's going to be a fantastic game. If you want a little insight into my pick on that, you can go back and listen to my preseason episode where I pick my Super Bowl champs and all that kind of stuff. Probably give you some idea which way I might lean in that one. Go back and listen to that episode. But you got Green Bay taking on the New Orleans Saints. In New Orleans on Sunday Night Football, after a week where everyone has been clamoring for Drew Brees to be replaced by Jameis Winston. Again, if you didn't hear Wednesday's show where I talked about that, I can't believe I had to make the argument for Drew Brees over Jameis Winston, but I did. Taking on Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers that drafted a quarterback. And the whole offseason, everyone was doubting Green Bay. Saying, is Aaron Rodgers going to be, this going to be the last season for Aaron Rodgers to be the quarterback? Will they struggle? A lot of people picked Minnesota to win that division. I did not pick the Packers. I said Aaron Rodgers is going to come out and light it up this year with a fire like you have not seen in a very long time from him. And two weeks into the season, it seems to be correct. So which veteran quarterback comes out ahead in this matchup? I said all week that New Orleans is a much better team than people are giving them credit for right now. I think early on in the season, you think a lot of offenses are going to be struggling a little bit. And for some reason, everyone's being super critical of Drew Brees and the New Orleans offense. I think they're going to be one of the best teams in the league at the end of the season. I picked them to go to the Super Bowl. This could very well be an NFC championship preview. New Orleans at home with Drew Brees. It's tough to pick against them, but I'm going to do it. I think New Orleans is a fantastic team, but right now, Aaron Rodgers is playing out of his gourd. The Green Bay Packers win this one on the road, 35-21. That's my pick. And then my upset special. This is not a game that a lot of people have uh, a lot of interest in, probably. But again, looking through the matchups this weekend, it's hard to find an upset to pick that I think is going to actually happen. And this one is about as long of a shot as I think is possible, but I'm going to do it. The New York Jets are probably the worst team in the league. A lot of sites, a lot of places are projecting them to win four, three games. So, you know, statistically they should win something. It's very unlikely that a team is going to go 0 and 16 throughout the entire season. Right now, I don't think Indianapolis has anything that I would be scared of facing them as the Jets. 
The Jets are going to end up beating themselves if they lose this game. But I think there's a very real chance that this could be one of the very few games that the Jets win this year. So I'm going to say the New York Jets on the road beating the Indianapolis Colts 28-17. to Super, super long shot. I could be very wrong on this one, but I got to try and pick one upset every week. Try to do that challenge for myself. So that's going to be my upset pick of the week. The New York Jets going on the road to beat the Indianapolis Colts by a score of 28 to 17. All right, so let me know what you guys think of these picks. Let me know again on Twitter. I'm at the NFLRD. Uh, I've got, just to recap the picks, I've got the Rams losing to Buffalo. I got the Packers beating New Orleans, and I've got the Jets beating Indianapolis. As exciting as all the games are this weekend, and I'm really, really excited for week three, man, Monday Night Football cannot get here fast enough. I really hope that that game does not disappoint. I don't think it will. I think it's going to be one of the best games of the year. And I think potentially this could be a matchup that defines the start of an era between the Chiefs and the Ravens dominating the AFC with Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes for the next 10 years. Really, really excited. All right, well, thank you so much for listening to the podcast today, guys. Again, make sure you're subscribed so you never miss a, uh, a video and never miss an episode. Uh, we are at the NFLRD on Twitter. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, and of course, signalpointmedia.com. Week three in the NFL is upon us. It's not too long ago that we thought that we may not get any football at all. And it's kind of crazy to think that we're already in the third week of the season. We'll see you all on Monday. Hope your team does well. Unless, of course, you're playing the Bucks. In which case, nah. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you all around. And as always, one love. Yeah.